It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not so humble host, but this time, this time we're coming at you with our our special podcast, basically because uh, with kids being out for spring breaks and things like that coming up, uh, Aaron and I are unavailable for our normal recording time. So we felt this was a good time of the year to to put together our, our kind of draft preview, our look ahead, and we're bringing in our our uh, podcast uh, draft consultant, uh, who we bring in. Uh, his name is Joshua Barnett. Uh, I was going to give you like this is going to go Joshua B and just make it sound kind of vague. Just vague, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, no, we've got we've got this. So we're not going to do a lot of other things, but this is just going to be our draft special and just talk about uh, what we're looking at, uh, some names that we're looking at deeper in the draft, uh, kind of what we're looking in terms of how this is going to fall. So I guess we'll. We'll name this uh, the the main event in a second here, but we'll tell you that you can follow me at Not So Humble Host on Twitter. You can follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. Uh, Aaron's not here, but he'll tell you that he's at Cheddar Talk. And I know that you're on Twitter, Josh. We'll let him know where you are uh, at Josh Barnes sixty six. Excellent. So we got all the the little things out up front, and so we'll we'll kick right into talking draft with the part of the show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. Okay, so I guess the first thing that you have to say when we're talking about the draft, we, we have been actively avoiding talking about Aaron Rodgers too much just because there isn't actually news, really. I mean, just there has not been. But in terms of a draft thing, we do have to talk about what the trade is going to look like and what we're projecting it to be because if we're going to do a draft, if we've been mock drafting, which I've, I've put some stuff – uh, Jim Widener and I, uh, Jim, at Jim Widener 55, uh, have been working some stuff over at, uh, last word on sports, just not straight up doing mock drafts, but we're, we've been doing our own mock drafts and now we're kind of critiquing, you know, possible picks and, and where we're going with it. So, uh, look for those. But, uh, on top of that, I guess what I've been generally going under the assumption of is that the Packers will be likely getting the Jets first and third. And then when I when I do the trade look, uh, I've been getting, well, I've been trying to trade for Elijah Moore, which is not an option anymore. You just traded to the Browns. Yeah. We're, we're elite receivers go to die. but uh, It might be okay now with well, Mark Cooper, too. Yeah. Uh, he disappeared last year. But uh, I guess what what I'm looking at is, at this point, Corey Davis still. Uh, I think the Jets are mostly keeping him for the trade value. Uh, they did just sign McCole Hardman. For anyone who doesn't think that they're going to, you know, still have receivers on this team if they get rid of those, um, you know, they just had the offensive rookie of the year. They'll have McCole Hardman. Uh, they still have Barrios and a couple of other guys behind that. So I mean, one, two, and three, and I. It, it might just be also then offsetting that because they're going to be paying him ten million next year. Something like that. Oh yeah, and the Jess of Lazard, of course, too. And soon they to have overpaid Cobb. for him. <laughs> soon to have Cobb, I'm sure. 
but because um, they've been in talks at least. So if they're building that receiver room and they can get up you know, one guy, because essentially at this point the Packers have given up Lazard. They've given up on Cobb. Uh, so their their room is like Torre and Watson and and Dobbs and a couple other just kind of guys around there. Oh, we still have um ah forgetting his name for Rutgers, Bo our, Melton. Bo Melton, our guy from our last guy. year, we were talking about. They'll get some playing time next year, hopefully. Yeah, so those those are the guys on there. Um, if you look at that room, what you say is the Packers do like speed at this point at wide receiver. Yeah, I don't think we have any like slow, you know route techs really it's more just speed yeah Dobbs is probably the, the slowest and he ran a 4-5-2 or something like that yeah he's of that group he's the guy who's going to be more the underneath route guy more the the hitch maybe the hitch and go um he's maybe not the smoothest route runner but he's he's more that guy so when I'm mocking uh, I have not consistently I guess mostly looked at where the Packers are at 13 and 15, where they aren't yet, but will be by my estimation, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I still have them, even if they add Corey Davis or somebody like that in, in that, that trade, I still think they want another receiver. Uh, and I mean, they may wait, they, they may do that. There's some guys in there that we're, we're looking at, but we'll, we'll get over the guys first here. Um, Johnson's my, my pick. I want, Quentin Johnston, uh, TCU. TCU. Yeah, big, tall guy. Lots of speed, lots of athleticism. Great jump, too. Huge ups. Uh, he's the guy I want at that spot. I don't know if you have a different take on that. Um, at 15? I'm looking uh, at 13. 13? 13. Yeah. 13. Um, if Joey Porter's on the board at 13, the corner from Penn State, that's who I'm taking because I'm moving Rasul back to safety. But I would not be mad if they took the best receiver in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the, he's gone several times. I mock it. And then there's, then it becomes an idea of, do you want Jackson Smith and Jigba who just ran somewhere around a four, five, two ish today, uh, at his pro day, didn't run at the, the combine or, uh, Addison, you know, if you, Jordan Addison out of USC Smith and Jigba, of course, out of Ohio state. Uh, these are, I guess two guys who are right there in that area. Addison seems to have fallen a lot uh, as a guy who was a uh, the basically the best receiver in college football over the last couple of years. Yeah, he did play with Kenny Pickett and Caleb Williams, though. <laughs> that that could have helped. I mean, Jackson yeah. Jigba played with C.J. Stroud, so they're both played with amazing quarterbacks. Yeah, it it definitely helps, obviously that way, and it also probably helped the quarterbacks having those guys. So, um, I don't know. Which one of those two do you do you think is the one that you're more interested in? If if you know, Quentin Johnson's off the board and you've got these two guys still sitting there, if you're still hanging on the wide receiver, which way are you going? I'm picking Addison, and I know it sounds ludicrous, but here's my reasoning: <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jacob played like 95 percent in the slot last year. Okay. And I, Addison can play in a slot, but he's not just a slot like Smith and Jacob is. And I've I've just never seen. Um, Smith and Jake, but in the um, outside, so that that worries me. Okay, so you're more worried about getting that that outside guy to go on the. I suppose you're saying opposite of of Christian Watson and yeah. letting Romeo Dobbs stay kind of in that in that spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess the Ohio State guy has come in fairly polished, and I always like that. And I mean, not saying that. 
if you have Addison, he's not going to be be polished or anything like that. He's definitely a very good runner. What I like about him is his balance for Addison. Yeah. Uh, it, even when getting hit, he's able to stay upright. He does a very good job of, of getting open and catching balls in bad spots. But I do like what what you can get, I guess, from Smith and Jigba just because he's – I just think he's a little bit more athletic. I'm trying to look up the, the RAS scores here too just to get an idea on some of this. Um, but I, I guess right off the bat, that's my, my basic guess is, is I feel like he, he is – um, and I might be crazy, but you've got a good point there with, uh, having guys in a role is, is one thing, but I don't know that the Packers have ever tried to put a guy in a, you know, like in a, in a queue, like, like this is our slot guy. This is our outside guy that traditionally, at least for the last decade, even with uh, different guys out there, the Packers have looked for types of guys who good quickness, good speed, and mostly like guys around six foot. Yeah. is So not you. Not me. No. <laughs> I've only got the height. That's the only thing I got. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Um, the other big one everyone's talking about is Edge because uh, last year, I mean, Enigbare, who I think will continue to get better, he did very well last year as – your, your third rush end, fourth rush end, who got a lot of playing time. Uh, Gary's going to come back. Rashawn Gary was injured for a good chunk of last year. And then there's also um, you know, Preston Smith still back in there. Uh, so I, I guess if you're looking at that, are you looking number one? We're just saying Josh mm. just pulled up the, the Jordan Addison. Know. Jordan Addison, I think, is definitely falling off the Packers radar here just because Six point two eight Raz, he's in the yellow. They are not drafting him. If you don't, by the way, uh, my aside here at this point, if you don't know what Raz is, relative athletic score, um, then you haven't been listening to our podcast for the last five years uh, <laughs> because we've been saying it, it, and it's definitely if you're paying attention and, and, and follow the draft, uh, this is definitely something the Packers care about. Um, if you go very look much at, so, yeah, yes. If you look at it later on in the draft rounds, you'll notice like, yeah, they got a guy I haven't heard of, but he's a you know nine point oh five. And you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy? Interesting. Um, so it, it's always worth time to to go look at uh, some of these guys and get that idea. Um, and, and I'm just trying to see because Smith and Jigba, I think his might just have been updated eight point five six, which is green, which is still elite. Um, but yeah. not not a nine. It's not Christian Watson's, right? It is nowhere near Christian Watson. His his is incredible. But um, back to our, our edge rushers. In the, f- what are your thoughts on going edge in the first round? I know you've already talked about going corner early. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you more set on that as an idea, or does it depend on how the draft falls? It depends on how it falls for me. Because who would need to be there at thirteen to to be available? We've got. One of the guys that get talked about a lot, like uh, Tyree Wilson's going to be gone. So if okay. you've got uh, Lucas Van Ness, right? Okay. And I'm just trying to see after that. Miles uh, Murphy. Miles Murphy out of Clemson. That's an interesting one, too. We're not going to do Jalen Carter in this. Not going to include him. Okay. Um, oh, Keon White. He's Keon from Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah. That, that's kind of where you're falling. We're assuming Will Anderson will be picked. Right, like early, one, yeah. 
And uh, I guess my the one I love hearing is everyone saying, like, hear me out. Trade for two first and then use those to trade up and get Will Anderson. I'm like, it's not, no, no. not worth it. <laughs> we have more holes to fill than just edge. My, I tend to go in a lot of my mocks just because of who's there uh, with Jordan Van Ness. And I don't actually like that. You don't like Lucas Van Ness? I do. I think he's incredibly athletic. Uh, I think he's he's a lot of fun. And uh, there's just so many question marks. Yes, um, because he didn't. Really he wasn't play a lot. Yeah, he was a rotational guy at Iowa. Yeah, nine point three eight Raz. It's out of ten. So that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's elite. He's got he scores elite in height. He's a six five two seventy two. Uh, elite in height is not amazing. Yeah. Surprisingly, his vertical is actually a negative. He only had a 31-inch vertical. Uh, so that, that doesn't play well to his explosiveness. No. But his 40... He's more of a power guy. All of his 40 splits are great. Uh, his three-cone is a, is a 7.02. You Being right at 7, right around 7, if you can get sub-7... That's where it, you're, you want your receivers oh. sub-7. Yeah. It's basically how quickly can you move in a in a short box, and it works out well for edge rushers too. If you can be around a seven, he ran a seven point oh two on the three cone. Uh, his ten yard split is one point five seven, which is really incredibly good. Uh, four five eight on his forty overall. All which of it, all really of his splits good. are elite. Oh, he's got elite speed. He's got elite quickness. Uh, not elite power though, because his vertical is not great. Actually, his bench is terrible too. Seventeen reps. By terrible, I mean for somebody who's two hundred seventy-two pound, uh, six foot five professional football player. Yeah, I'm not as worried about that. The quickness stuff. That that the elite levels of speed and quickness are great. He does produce one on the field, but he was not consistently on the field. It's concerning the numbers, the athleticism, all that should, in theory, just be confirming what you saw on tape. Yeah, or show you that what's on tape is because something was going wrong and he was not being coached, or maybe he's not working as hard as he could. But I don't know. It's hard to tell just because we didn't get enough tape on him. Yeah, I mean, Ferentz coaches a great defense, and apparently there's like a big seniority level thing. But you would have to assume if he was, you know, killing it, right? Like there's, <laughs> there must be something else because he was really good when he played, but he didn't play all the time. Right. Um. There's the couple ones that that get me. It's just like there's there's guys who are going to be available in that second round who I'm also interested in. Of course, I I do frequently go with Sam Laporta because tight ends can be something now that Tanya's playing elsewhere. Um, so I I, I tend to wait because um, I'm going to guess Adetomiwa Adabawari Adabawari out of Northwestern. Northwestern, who was crazy fast. Yes, uh, really athletic, big guy too. He's got he's got good good strength, moves well. Um, oh, Felix, I'm forgetting his, his last name. And UDK Uzama. There we go. K State. K State. Yeah, uh, he looks good. He's also more of a traditional D end, but he's got the quickness and the the you know speed to power and the size to play that. And in fairness, kind of what I'm looking for on that thing is somebody who's replacing Preston. Yeah, because we don't have that much longer. Right, and and what he does is he's basically on the against the right tackle, uh, and he's more a run-stopping type force. He does pass rush. Uh, actually had a fairly decent, quietly good year last year. 
But the uh, other thing I want to see out of him is can he stretch the run? Meaning, can mm-hmm. he hold the tight end, hold that tackle in the tight end, and continue to move down the line to keep that outside run uh, and give it time for the linebackers to flow? Uh, so I'm looking for that on some of these guys, and he gives you those things. Uh, so uh, those two guys are interesting guys in the second round. Uh, so some of these guys in the first round, though, I'm not. I don't know about going there in the first round unless you get you know if you can get Will Anderson. Yeah, then just. But he's do not it. falling to thirteen. No, he might fall to three. <laughs> like right, I just he might fall to four. If you got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and possibly now uh, Richardson on Florida, yeah, jumping up to one, two, and three, he's not worth trading up to four though. For us, at least, no. Maybe Bijan Robinson goes in front of him. Everybody, so. every Packers fan should be praying for Bijan to go top ten. Um, it's going to move more guys down to us because I'm not interested in any running back in the first round unless you're telling me he's um, Barry he's, Sanders. He's well, Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. In, in recent years. You know, Zeke Elliott, um, Adrian Peterson, even that's not, not that recent. That's before you were born. But, I mean, like, well, I forget. Maybe he wasn't around that long. He was around for a long, long time. Yeah. But, I mean, just the, the return on running backs isn't that great, generally speaking, and you get four years. And most of them are guys, I, I mean, we've got two guys who are not first-rounders who are really good running backs on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Jones, fifth round, just – yeah, you can get third, fourth, fifth round guys who are going to be decent enough to play. And in this draft, we'll talk about some of those later. But there, there's guys there who aren't Bijan, but aren't far enough back that the value mattered, that you, you yeah. waited. So that's just that's my take on that. So I don't have any interest in that. My other personal take is I don't want a tight end in the first round. I don't either, but... Kincaid is interesting. Meyer is interesting. Musgrave is interesting. Not in the first round. <laughs> yeah, Kincaid out of Utah, he's not a blocker. He is not a blocker. He is he is that um, that Y-type tight end. He's going to be outside, great hands, tall, uh, physical guy. And it moves well out there, and he is fast. Um, check out what his his res want to talk with the other guys. Musgrave is just... he, he He's more... A receiver. Well... He he's um, we'll say he's not disinterested in blocking, right? Uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end of Oregon State, his res is nine point seven two. That's crazy high. How 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 just that is an insane number to get there. Myers actually tested better than I thought he would. We got four point six one forty out of uh, Luke Musgrave. I go watch him. He at least tries on blocking. They do use him as a blocker at times, and so you know it's not. It's not terrible. Um, Kincaid, I did not see Utah use him particularly in blocking, and uh, he didn't test, so I don't really know what what his athletic. I'm assuming his athleticism score is very high, just because of what I watched from him in film. Uh, he yeah. definitely has that skill set. Um, I'm just trying to find where My- Michael Meyer here. Um, I mean, he kills. Um, not that not. 8.12 on on his for his uh his times at the combine 4.740 which is still relatively fine for a tight end it shows up as an elite speed for a tight end his 10 yard split is slow his vert is is not they're they're kind of moderate scores uh 64248 i mean he does a lot of things well but he might have 
you might have already seen his ceiling. And the thing is, it's just the first round tight ends so rarely give you anything mm-hmm. or any tight end. First year tight ends, I mean to say, I guess uh, you usually have to wait a year or so. Yeah. Mayer's the best actual tight end, like overall tight end in this class coming out. But what do we value a first round year. tight end right right away? Yeah, he's probably the best for next year. But I mean, like you're not really what there's so few guys who are good in that first year. Like we said, Travis Kelsey didn't catch a single pass this rookie year. Didn't catch a pass. Didn't have a target. Couldn't get on the field. Um, Hunter Henry's one of the few exceptions. I guess Gronkowski's kind of an exception a little bit, even though his numbers got way better, obviously, as he went. Donovan Smith didn't really, did he? Uh, no. Uh, there wasn't a lot of anything for a lot of these guys. A Hawkinson. Lot of Hawkinson's numbers his first year were okay. Not not amazing, but okay. And then they traded him. Uh, but, I mean, if, if you wait, Sam Laporte is there in the second round, almost certainly by the time the Packers are picking. He's still probably there. Yeah. If not, Tucker Kraft out of uh, South Dakota State, uh, the national champions, uh, he's going to be there. And actually, he tested way better than I thought he did because I watched him. Uh, he's a fine blocker. He's a big guy. And I just, I don't know. When he plays, he seems like he plays slower than what what I saw on 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 the, the measurables here. Like, what I watched looked slower. I mean, he tested as a 9.59 RAS. Uh, so that gives us a – let me just pull this up. Uh, 4.69. So he's basically running the same speed as as Meyer. Uh, but he does have a, an elite broad jump. His bench, 23 reps, is elite. Uh, his shuttle is a 0.2 pardon me, 4.29 shuttle, which is an elite time. His three cones a little slow, but not bad. It's not bad. So he's got a he's more athletic than you think. He is not nearly as athletic as well, he's approaching the athleticism we saw from uh King, Kincaid and Musgrave, but I don't know, it didn't look like he played as fast as what he measures. And that that no. worries me. I've seen him blocking though. He blocks way better. Yeah, he's definitely a really good blocker. Because it's it's South Because they're a run they're a run first team. Right. He had a lot fewer yards this year. He I think he was injured some this year too. So that's affecting some of it, maybe. Uh, but I don't know. It, it concerns me. I would rather, quite honestly, rather wait and get Tucker in the third or the second than than try to go early and get Kincaid in the first. Yeah, like if we draft Titan at thirteen, like it's just not worth it. I don't. If think. Kincaid's there in the second, though, if he's in the second, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd be very interested in that because I think then the value changes. The draft isn't just about finding the best guy for the best pick. You're like, oh, he's the best player. B. John Robinson, you know, what ESPN has him as something like the uh, fifth or sixth. Uh, some people have him as fifth. Uh, ESPN has him sixth, right behind um, Peter Skronsky. Uh I don't know. He might be a top 10 overall type of talent, but you're not just drafting talent. You're trying to get the best value out of your draft, right? Like, um, you get you know, say like you go into a candy store and you've got $5. You don't just go buy five you know, $1 small pieces of candy that are really good. You're like, yeah, that's great. But man, you're not getting, you're not getting your best for your money yeah. out of that. Are you, 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 you vary it up, you get a couple different things. And then one of the things is going to be a bigger thing. That's going to last you longer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's not the best, but because the value is different, even if there's the same levels. So it, the value matters. 
there's going to be running backs and the gap between them is not as big as what we're, we're really talking about here for what the Packers are going to do with them and what a lot of people do. Cause yeah. And we just saw Isaiah Pacheco draft in the seventh round finish should with, have been the MVP of the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Like <laughs> that just shows running backs are so replaceable. Yeah. And yeah, they have the shortest career in all of, all of, uh, all of sports or at least all of football, if nothing else. Um, so that that's kind of where we are with first round. And and we've kind of talked second round. Laporta's the mm-hmm. guy I, I in my mind I want most in that second round. He's the guy I'm most interested in trying to target and put my eye on a second round. In, in your mocks, who have you been looking at second round? Second round. I like um the K State edge, um Felix NUDK Uzama. I like him in the okay. second round. Um uh, yeah. As I said, I've I've gone with him a couple times in that round too, um, as well as, um, oops, times, um, the guy at Northwestern. <laughs> Get this wrong. Adeto, Adeto Miwa Adabowari. Adabowari is the part I get because I keep saying Adabowari, um, but I keep <laughs> getting him wrong. Also, I like um, Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Really? Okay. Give him, give me a little bit more on him. Um, he's like six seven two seventy. Uh, let's see. He was he had a big step up this year in a run first offense, felt just loaded with weapons, and a twenty nine year old Stetson Bennett basically. Um, but oh, so he was tight in Washington. Yeah, okay. tight end. Um, yep, he no. he visited with the Packers a couple of days ago. Actually, he posted on his Instagram that he was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So I don't know unless he really likes you know. <laughs> The Mad Talk Minute or something. I don't know why he's there. Um, other <laughs> other than, it. you know. <laughs> Which is reasonable. Packers. That's a thing. Uh, people yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he moved. What did he, he run a really, he was really fast for his size. And he moved the, like, it was just so crazy to see him move the bag so easily. Um, the blocking at, during the combine. Like, he just, just lifted up, like, right away. And it was, like, it looked so easy for him. Okay. Yeah, no, that is a name that I'm thinking back on it now. I was like, yes, I've heard that. We've talked about that a lot on Acme Packing. He's an interesting guy. What did he score in his res? Do you remember? No, I don't. I don't know if he had it pulled up. I'll pull it up while you talk about more with him if you've got anything else with him or if you've got anybody else. Oh, I'm just going to um, – I just thought that he would be a good fit because – I don't know. I just feel like he would have really high res and – if he does, that Actually, definitely fits. Nine point eight seven. That's higher than uh, that's higher than Musgrave. Yeah, yeah, that definitely fits the Packers. <laughs> so that's wow. Yeah, no, that's another one I haven't even thought about. I guess I, and it's been on my mind. I just, I guess in my mind, I've been looking at the Laporta probably too long. But Laporta's got good numbers, and he does that blocking too. So those are two guys that I guess would be very interested in looking at. As, as we get down to that next level, there that's that's a great point actually. And there was there was the first there was the first uh, game of the year, or they played Oregon. And in one play, he threw a guy and he hurtled over another another dude in the same play. I was like, okay, he can ball. <laughs> He's got ups. All right, um, just trying to find some guys we use in in later rounds here as well. Uh, so we're looking then at at guys who are going to be more available, you know, late second day into the third day and some of these positions we're looking at uh cornerbacks are the interesting ones i know you took a little more longer on cornerback um eli uh out of uh alabama eli, eli ricks. ricks yeah 
he's an interesting guy. Probably a, a second day, probably second round. You, I was thinking more third. I think he falls a little bit because he only really started for what was it like six games this year, or something like that. He didn't start for that many. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm just trying to see where else he is. He didn't test, so I don't have anything on his athleticism, so that's going to hurt him in terms of the Packers. We'll see what comes up on his pro day, I guess. But um, He's a name that's in there as another guy. Uh, we know the first round, obviously, Joey Porter Jr. is a guy that, that you like a lot. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, another guy who's in that little area too. Uh, anybody else that you like is, as far as corners that you've got? Uh, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. He's, he's pretty good. Where where do you see him going? He's going early though, right? Yeah. Okay. I have gone really early. I ESPN would. has him as their seventh best player. Jeez. Yeah. Um. Also, Cam Smith from South Carolina. Uh, I'm I'm talking about his the teammate, his other corner at South Carolina later. But yeah, <laughs> he's really good. I'm thinking he's probably second round though, because he's not the biggest. Um, and then Keely Ringo from Georgia. Now, Keely Ringo has all the athletic tools to do basically anything he wants. But you know, he's just so unpolished. and But that's where you can work with him. You, you take the, the risk with him. Okay. And then everybody has randomly started to love Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Oh, yeah. He's moved up a lot. Yeah. he. I mean, he's really good. I just don't know what, what really changed to make him go from, like, 25th to 6th all of a sudden. Because now Daniel Jeremiah has a mass as number one corner. Uh, he's good. He can ball. I just don't know what made it change. Yeah, I always get worried about guys who move up and down too much after they stop playing games. Um, so that's, yeah, that is another Van S worry for me. Uh, but that's interesting. You said you were going to talk about the other corner over to South Carolina. Yes, Darius Rush. I saw him at the Senior Bowl, and he he, he looked pretty good. Um also, he has a nine point eight Raz. Huh. He's six foot, uh, two hundred. His vert was not that great, but he ran a four three six forty, and his ten yard split was under one point five. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm watching him. He's not obviously the biggest guy at six foot, but at the senior at the senior bowl, I'm gonna watch him, in, especially in during the game. He was, I don't. He he always had good leverage, which I thought really mattered. Um especially when he had like a deep like a cover four um he always made sure that he kept him on like his inside okay hip in case he cut in because that wouldn't be his deal um i just thought he played it really well and he's a smart smart guy okay um a couple other things so here's those are the guys we're kind of looking at in that area i've got a couple other positions i've had some interest in too we already talked about some edge guys um, there's a couple other ones that I was kind of looking at here. And I know you've looked at one or two of these as well. So uh, here's Edge. Like uh, Isaiah McGuire is a guy who comes up a lot out of Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 6'4", 268. He's got good size. Uh, he ran a 4.76. He has a 9.51 Raz. Uh, his, his three cone, though, is a 7.39. So it's a little, I don't know. He, he does well turning... You know, speed to power. He's he's interesting there. He's the guy who they're looking at third round area more or less is is an interesting guy. He's got a high raz. He could be interesting there. One of the guys I've enjoyed is you know um, 
Oh, here's a couple of them. Uh, KJ Henry, uh, he also is a 8.38 Raz, still considered an elite Raz. Yeah, from Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, opposite uh, guy, opposite Miles Murphy. Yes, yeah. So he's six four, two fifty one. He runs a six. I'm probably four six three, four point six three forty. He did not do the three cone. I am a little concerned he didn't bother doing the agility drills, the shuttle and the three cone, but um, you know, it, it is what it is. He he measured what he wanted to measure in. Uh he looked good. He's uh he keeps his eye on the ball. He finds the ball very well in pass rush. So like when he's getting up field and they they take off, he's able to change direction well, takes on blockers. Uh, he's not afraid of contact, takes on blockers really well, which is good, but he's a little high in the run game, which is one of the things I why I wasn't more excited about him. He, he, he stays a little high in the run game, can get blocked a little, uh, doesn't bail on the play away. You know what I mean by that? Like he's when he's got uh, the, he's backside D end run away. Uh, he doesn't sprint down the line trying to find, uh, you know, find that big play, make that tackle from the backside, which is great to have. But um, as you know, what you want to do, that tackle moves down. Nobody's blocking you because you're the backside end. You step down, fill the gap, and wait for the ball to come back to you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he does that very well. He's disciplined. He is a disciplined run defender when the ball is away. That's uh, what we need Rashawn Gary to be. Rashawn collapses inside quickly because he's looking for that play. He does that. He's not the greatest run blocker, but gosh, can he pass rush. Um, uh, Derek Hall, another guy I know you watched. Auburn? Yeah, he's the Auburn guy. Uh, and the fun part is right next to him is Colby Wooden, who actually I liked more. <laughs> Tell yeah. me what you got on Derek Hall. Let's see where we are. He's at 9.25 RAS. Yeah, I just think he's he comes off the ball really well. He uses his hands. He doesn't have the best, like, bend. but No. Um, I like him as, like, a early second. Like, that's where I have him going in my mocks. And on my big board, I have him in the top 50. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, I like him. He's, he's fast. The other thing that I do like is he can go off ball if need be. Um, I mean, not that you would want him to go off ball all the time. Um, but he, he does play off ball. He can cover in space. Uh, he's fast. Uh, what I say? He's got the athleticism. He actually ran a 4.57. That's crazy fast for a guy who's 254, right? He's 6'2", 254. Not the ideal height. I'd say he's more like a Clay Matthews type. Mm-hmm. He could be your edge outside backer. He could be an off-ball outside backer. Or if he could at least take some of the snaps away so Preston doesn't have to drop back in coverage. Yeah. He's got very active hands, and he's good speed to power. But, yeah, um, he could do better on the bend. Uh, and, and he's, yeah, it's good. He's a guy who can move around a lot and do that. Uh, he's he's okay in the the run block. He's disciplined. He stays there, but I mean, he can get kind of pushed around a little bit, especially by bigger guys. Yeah, because he's only two sixty-eight, something like that. Two fifty-four. Oh, I'm thinking of um, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, the other guy, Colby Wooden. He actually they they mostly line them up next to each other. So Wooden plays hand down, kind of a traditional D end. Uh, even though he's he's kind of small, he won't do that in the the NFL. No. Um, but at Auburn, he was playing more of a three. They did move him outside some, playing a, a traditional five technique, uh, two, you know, up on two, two-point stance. He definitely projects outside. Yes, I would say so, too. Um, but he does do a, a three technique and sometimes a four technique as well, uh, or, or four-eye sometimes as well. But he's he's in there a lot, and sometimes they line him up next to each other. 
good discipline in the run game, takes on blocks. He splits double teams well, and they did double team him. Uh, and he's got good strength. He gets off blocks. He has a second move. You know, like it's one thing that the guy can do that quick rip, and he does that when he needs to. When mm-hmm. he's shooting gaps, he can get through yeah. quickly, get the hands off. But he's got good hands. Keeps keeps the uh, offender's hands off of him. He keeps keeps a uh, good distance, good lockout. Nine point one nine Raz. That's yeah. That's four point seven nine for a guy who is two seventy three. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, he's fast. He's got a four point five two shuttle. Good quickness. Uh, good strength. Gets off block. Plays run stop. Can move inside and outside. You could set him up when you have Gary, you know, Enigbari, and put him in a three technique. You know, just let him with, eat with Kenny. You know, if you got a pass rushing down, put him inside. Mm-hmm. You could do it. Like he, he's got that kind of ability to play that. So I really like Colby Wooden. Uh, he's projecting kind of fourth, fifth round right now, mm-hmm. and I, I would love to see a fourth round where we could get him because uh, I think he's he's very interesting. There's a couple guys who are listed as edge in a lot of these that are just not. They will not play edge. Like uh, Yasir Abdullah from he, Louisville. No, super athletic. He is two thirty seven. He will be he will be an off ball linebacker. Same with Nick Hampton. Yeah. Who also is, the other Louisville linebacker. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm forgetting his name, but the, I think they're projecting him more. They're already calling him inside. Yeah. They're they're listing Yasir Abdullah and Nick Hampton as edges, and they are just not going to be edges in the NFL. No, they're they're just gonna be linebackers. They're um Oren Oren um Oren Burks. <laughs> Oren Burks. I was gonna say Brooks. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Burks. Yeah, Oren Burks. Basically that he played edge he played off ball and he played safety uh, but he was not going to be an edge even though that's the last thing he played when he was at wake mm-hmm. um those two guys are going to go out i looked at uh, isaiah fosky who notre uh, dame notre dame guy uh 9.58 raz i was not impressed he doesn't play as athletically as he as he no. projects so. i think he started off this year as like a projected first round he fell all the way to the third yeah i don't i don't really like him uh, i don't think he's i, I just I'm trying to figure out how to say this, and it's like he doesn't get off the ball fast. He allows himself to stay blocked. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, it's that mentality, that edge that he he's going when he gets your hands on him, he's kind of done. I don't see him work a second move. He then he just kind of like looks to see if something's going to roll his way, and I didn't like it. Um, one guy I'm kind of interested in seventh round because I'm going deep here, Josh. I'm going for it. Seventh round, <laughs> Truman Jones, man. Oh yeah, Truman Jones. Um. Harry S. Truman. Yeah, Truman Jones, Edge from Harvard. And you're, it's not crazy. He has a, a an 8.33 Raz, all right? Ran a 4.68. Uh, he has a 7.283 cone, not the greatest. 6.3, uh, 250. Athletic guy. Yeah, he's playing FCS in the Ivy, okay? It's a little different. He's got a good get off. Uh, he changes directions really well in, in game. Uh, finds the ball well. They also play him off ball some, like a traditional mm-hmm. like outside backer where sometimes he's out in the flat covering people and the way that Preston Smith is told to go do. And, and he does it because <laughs> yeah. he can he can hang with backs, he can hang with tight ends. And I like that, especially you're going to take a, a, a lottery ticket on a seventh-round pick. This is a fun one to take. Yeah. I like him as, as an edge. If you're going to try to load on a couple edges and you say, We'll take Van Ness early. We're going to take Colby Woodson in the fourth. And we're going to take Truman Jones in the seventh. And I like all those guys. I think I think yeah. Jones can also be available on, on your special teams, which is 
important. It's, what you need these that's guys what to we, do. That's what we did last year with some of our seventh round guys. Yeah, we got to find some of those. Three Carpenter played. In the, he played on special teams. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to, if it's okay with you, one of the other things I want to look at here is interior defensive linemen. Okay. I don't know if you've got anybody in particular you like in the middle to late rounds. We're talking, you know, third day, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever you got. No, I don't have any big. Just Kenny Benton, but hopefully he's gone before then. Yeah, I think he's second to early third. Yeah, I um, see. I think he's probably like the third or fourth best interior. I've had him drop to, to me on mocks in the third every now and then. And if that happens, the Packers should jump at that because yeah. put Benton next to Kenny Smith or Kenny Clark. Have, yeah, have him learn from Kenny. Yeah, Kenny Clark and him right next to each other. Uh, I like that. A couple of the names that I've looked at in the mid rounds here: uh, Kobe Turner from okay. Wake. Yeah, um, uh, he's got a high motor. He moves really well. He chases on the ball. He's got decent hands, but he's just inconsistent. Which is why he's a mid round pick. Yeah, because if he was super consistent, he'd be the first, first or second. Yeah, so he's got um, he does well on the slant. They seem to run a lot of slant and, and gap shooting at Wake when mm-hmm. I was watching them a lot. So they, they seem to be a gap shooting heavy team. He does that really well. His ball get off and his ability to, to hit that and to get hands off of him fast worked really well. But when he has to do a, a two gap technique, when he's got to hold a two gap uh, and read, uh, he gets slowed up a lot. It doesn't yeah. stop him, but he does slow up a lot. He relies on his quickness, uh, or he does kind of get stuck, is what I, I was finding when I was watching him. Um, another fun one I know you'll like, uh, uh, Moro Ojomo. Oh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 290 pounds. So he's a little heavier than Kobe, too. We mm-hmm. want a bigger guy for a 3 4 defense, obviously especially if we do the nickel like we normally do and only have two guys out there. Uh, 290. He's got a really good upfield move. Uh, he's fluid. He's got good, he uses his arms well. Very active hands. Uh, he's alert, and he fights through the block. Okay, A lot of guys have that first move, and then you're just kind of like, I, I, I stopped you. And then they kind of like, oh, let me just see if I can make sure he doesn't leave the pocket. Mm-hmm. No, he's got a second move. He keeps fighting, and he fights through blocks. He's got good push up the middle. Um, yeah, I, I really liked him. He's got good pursuit. He plays, I watched him play He uh, the, the two, the three, and the five technique. Mm-hmm. Texas moved him around. He's versatile. Uh, he can play in a lot of different spots. So I really like him fighting through blocks and being a guy who can get in there and do a lot. Um, you see, I marked him two arrows up. You know, I was like, <laughs> I like that. Uh, a couple of guys I was also kind of looking at because they tend to come in this area. I'm looking at Jared Clark. Mm, okay. And you know the sole reason why I look at Jared Clark out of Coastal Carolina? Why? Because he's 340 pounds. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that is the thing to look at. You're like, I, I got to check this dude out. Uh, <laughs> Same thing with Saki Ika from Baylor. They got a bunch of big guys in a Coastal Carolina front line, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he leans. Um, and what I mean is, like, he's just kind of pushing into guys, which can kind of work with your Coastal Carolina. And you're just trying to hold space. Mm-hmm. Uh, his feet don't move well. He doesn't have a good base. He he gets his feet really close together. Like it's that's a high school mistake. Like honestly, that's a high school issue. You can't keep your feet as close together. It's what he, it's like he's walking through them, you know. And like mm-hmm. he loses his balance because his feet are so close together. He loses his balance all the time. Uh, if he starts getting a good move, they can push him to the ground pretty easily because he's got no base. You yeah. can't be three forty 
and fall to the ground as easily as he does, which is, I, I'm, I'm far less interested in him. If they, if he's fifth or sixth round, I'm okay with it. But if he's there in the fourth, I don't want him. I'm, I'm dropping him on my board. Yeah. Um, but he's around there. The other guy that's around there, small school guy again, uh, Devonsha Maxwell. Okay. From Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched him. The Mox. Uh, he anchors really well against double team. He is not fast. He's 296, <laughs> not fast. No. He's a big body guy. Um, he can get a decent push because he does anchor really well, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's got a good base. Uh, he drops his hips into the play. He does not get driven back. Uh, and he can he can do okay on that pass rush up the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy that had to double team a lot. I watched him, watched him against uh, Illinois. He had a couple really nice plays. They definitely ran away from him. They they kept going outside, and Illinois will run up the middle. Yeah, but they were going outside against Chattanooga because <laughs> first off, he's, he's the only guy in Chattanooga who's anything going to be that high up. They got a couple guys. They have an offense. offensive lineman. Yeah, I was gonna say like who's offensive like lineman, a later like, round pick. Yeah, but that's it. Um, but yeah, those those are kind of. Oh, I, I have another. I was gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Carl Brooks from Bowling Green. Bowling Green. He's uh, more of an edge. Though, He's right? more of an edge, but they're projecting him inside because. Okay. His uh, he just had his pro day too, I think actually, and it was he should have been invited to the combine. I don't know why he was not. All right, so just trying to remember because I think he actually came in terribly on his measurables. He he's done basically like like this thing is like he's done. Oh yeah, he's shown this, but he plays in the Mac. It's like, what else would you have wanted him to show? Like he's done everything that they like asked him to really. And people are like, well yeah, but he plays in Mac. Like what else do you want him to do really? Um. Yeah, he was listed at 300 pounds. He was definitely not 300 pounds when he played. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. maybe 270. But they just think he goes inside. Uh, it just doesn't seem like he's fast enough and quick enough to play on the edge. But he definitely has – he's got a good hand. Uh, he's got pretty good bend, to be fair. Um, And he's got good ball get off. So that's okay. why teams are thinking he's going to be inside. Okay, I was just trying to find because it's not updated in in the Raz scores yet. I'm just trying to find what they had from uh, pro days for him, but I don't see anything particularly interesting just yet. All right, um, yeah, I think the biggest problem with him is he did not register very highly in terms of his actual athleticism. I don't think he measured well at his pro day phone I can recall. Uh, so that's. Oh, he is absent for Indianapolis. Yeah, he wasn't even invented to the combine too. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it'll be it'll it'll bear watching how that plays out. I guess. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch interior linemen for offense. I haven't watched many yet. I had some interesting late ones because I kept trying to find guys late. Um, you know, not like Tipman and when whatnot. You know, um, oh yeah, early guys. Uh, I'm talking much later, so I'm looking at like uh, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys. Uh, one of the fun ones that's interesting is actually uh, Andrew Voorhees. USC? Yeah. He's falling late, okay? And he's looking guard at this point, even though he played a lot of tackle at USC. Mm-hmm. But he got injured at the combine. Yeah. It's a futures pick. Mm-hmm. He'd have been a second round type guy, probably. Yeah. Um, but he's going sixth in a lot of mocks. I mean, he's still going to be there. He's a guy, but he's not playing for you this year. So that's the gamble. So it's probably going to be a pick for a team that's kind of already set in a lot of spots, you know, like a 
you know, if the Chiefs pick him, because Chiefs don't like need a lot Bills, of things. Maybe. Yeah, the Bills. They'd be a good, you know, those types of teams that like we don't need to fill a big gap right now. If we take him in the mid to late rounds, we can we can store him away for a year on IR and then bring him back next year. Um, one of the guys I really like, uh, NC State, uh, Chandler, Chandler Z- uh, Zavala. Okay, Zavala, Z A V A L A. All right, like like Canada. There's there's a Z A and a V A. L A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's got great feet. He, he's really good feet. Uh, his pad level is very good. Uh, they, they have done a very good job of bringing up some very good linemen out of yeah, NC Yeah, like State. last year they had um, right. Iquana. Yep. They, they've done a good job the last couple of years. That, and I don't know who their coach on the offensive line. I haven't looked at that. But he's got, um, he's got a good anchor. He doesn't get driven back at guard. Uh, he reads the switch really well. He's very smart. All right. When you run in the stunts, he's very good at the pass off. He's very good at taking on the blitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always takes the inside guy. Sometimes the guys around him didn't do things. He's making the right calls on on, on the stunts and on the blitz packages. He he understands the defense. He does a very good job of reading that. And he, like I said, good anchor. Does not get driven back. His his footwork is really good. The only thing I wish is I wish he mauled more. Yeah, I think uh, that's what's kind of holding him da- down a little bit. Is because he doesn't really have that mauler, you know. Yeah, if, if we were just angry, man, uh, uh, like a little bit more anger on some of these guys would be great. Another guy I also love. Another guy I give the the two two up arrows to uh, Emil Okior, Alabama. Uh, yeah, yeah, the guard out of Alabama. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the Alabama line that were very good. Generally speaking, I really liked him. We didn't like some of the some of the tackles. We think get overrated at this point. Mm-hmm. He might be underrated. Um, his acceleration to contact is great. He's got that kind of anger to him when he blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he accelerates to and through the block. Yeah, he's not right. the fa- he's not the most athletic guy, but no. he's he's pretty technical. He's also smart and he doesn't quit on a play. There's a, too many guys who like pull through and they're waiting for like somebody to appear and then they don't, and then they just stand there and they like look back at the running back. No, he finds the next dude. He's like linebacker's not there. Where's the safety? He's yeah. got that. I love that about him. He's got that kind of mentality, which I think is good. Uh, he's got that brawler in him, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, he's going to maul, and he's yeah. going to fight through, and he he's so unafraid of contact. He's going through guys. Uh, mm-hmm. On the pull, he is beautiful to watch on a pull. Josh, is there anything in this world more beautiful than pulling guards? No. No. <laughs> we, we said that playing um, the NCAA football game and uh, when he was littler. It was just like... Josh, there's nothing in this world as beautiful as pulling guards. I'm telling you. Uh, Jackson Kirkland, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, good movement. He's smart. He's another smart guy. He understands the defense, what's in front of him. Um, he's too high in the pass block scheme. Doesn't anchor as well as I'd like him to. So, yeah. I mean, I like him a little bit better than where he's projecting a couple places. But um, he also hesitates on contact. Like, sometimes he's getting to a guy downfield and he slows up. Like yeah. maybe he's afraid he's just going to run around him, mm-hmm. um, but that obviously makes it easier to run around you because you're standing still. Yeah, and, and you're slowing down. Like so, I, I wish he. Yeah, Emil uh, Okior is this guy that I was like, yes, I would love to see that play. But you know, Kirkland does well for for fifth round type talent stuff like that. Sixth round guy, he's fine. Um, yeah, I don't want him as an NFL starter soon, but he could get get there. He could get there. Yeah. Um, Antonio Maffi out of UCLA, not a guy I liked at all. Uh, he's in that area. He's good on the move. His reach block, his pull blocks, very good. He's got good footwork, um, but uh, he he loses his feet 
every now and then kind of doesn't his footwork in terms of moving to a place is good like mm-hmm. he can get there i think his footwork during the block is less good uh less the defensive lineman into his body doesn't doesn't have good extension in his hands which sometimes you know guards tend to have shorter arms tend to be bigger guys so it's not great sometimes he seems to misread the blocking scheme too like sometimes he he steps in one direction and then just guys come through and you're just like you and when he does the step too he's stepping to a guy who's clearly going straight into a tackle and you're like yeah so i didn't i don't know i didn't care for that as much uh that was a guy i, I definitely moved down my board based on that but those are some of the interesting guys any other interesting guys you have late that uh, you found interesting um i don't have any interior offensive line i uh, just mean in general in general um i have uh, maybe the, probably the most likely guy the packers could take because his raz is 9.93 he's a receiver Okay, four point four six forty, at six foot two twenty. Okay, Ole Miss receiver Jonathan Mingo. Okay, uh, he had fifty one catches, eight hundred sixty one yards, and five touchdowns on a run first um, offense with who had two running backs. I think over a thousand yards. One of them had two thousand. I think, um, and they had the fr- um, freshman of the year for the SEC at running back. Okay, um, his vert. His vert was 39 and a half inches, and he broad jumped uh, 10 foot 9 inches. That's crazy. Oh. Um, and it's 10.3, 10 and 3 eighths inches. Hands. <laughs> That's wow. insane. Nice. Is he your draft crush? Probably. Okay. Uh, I like him in the fourth. Okay. I, I think he'll last that long. And then last dude I'll talk about is the running back. Um, Dwayne McBride from UAB. UAB. 5'10", 209. He ran a 4'5", 240, which I didn't think so. he would run that fast on tape. He doesn't He doesn't really run away from people. He just has great vision. But he had 1,700 rushing yards on 7.4 carry okay. this past year. 19 touchdowns. But the thing I, I think I didn't like, he, he's not useful in the pass game, really. That's, okay. He had, like, two catches for 10 yards. Okay. So here's my couple guys that are kind of in my running uh, for, for for my heart as far as my draft <laughs> crush. Um, Aiden, Aiden O'Connell in the fifth round. Okay. Or sixth. Uh, mostly fifth. Well, we don't have a sixth round pick. But fifth round, Aiden O'Connell is a backup quarterback, I think, mm-hmm. is a fairly polished guy. Lots of, lots of snaps. Throws the ball well. Does a good job out there. Late round guy. Um, Muhammad Diabate, uh, Utah. Yeah. Linebacker. He's, he's late round, like seventh round. Okay. Uh, good solid guy. Utah's put out good linebackers. They understand what they're doing. Yeah, smart guy moves well, um, but you know, not a first or second day talent. But no. reasonable guy and can give you some special team stuff. Cameron Peoples as a super fast kind of running back who can come in and, and mm-hmm. get you some things as a guy who's got a high ras and, and interesting that way. But but oh, oh the other one that the kids didn't mention uh, Jordan Howden. Okay. Uh, safety from Minnesota is a guy who the Packers have at least been watching. Yeah, I haven't watched him much. I just I want to put the name out there so people know him because the Packers definitely spent a lot of time looking at him. And then as far as running backs mid round, Deuce Vaughn we both like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gray out of Utah, Eric Gray out of Utah is a guy we or not Utah, oh. Oklahoma. I just see the U. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not U U. It's O U. Yeah. Um, Eric Gray out of Oklahoma is a guy that we we've also enjoyed. Tajay Spears is now a guy we thought was underrated who after Senior Bowl became rated 
you know, he's yeah. kind of where he should be at this point. He's good. Um, oh, and Roshan Johnson is the guy. Behind Bijan. The guy who's behind Bijan Robinson, um, also an elite runner, uh, good size, good strength, good in the passing game, uh, blocks well, catches well, reads blocks really well. I really like him too. Mm-hmm. But again, my heart right now. I one, know of, one of Scott's tots, Daniel Scott. I can't back up that he's one of Scott's tots. I made Probably that. not. Uh, and if you don't get that, you need to you need to go get Netflix. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's Peacock. It's not. It's on Peacock now. Nine point nine two Raz, right? I mean, he's he's a six foot, uh, almost six one, safety out of Cal, two oh eight, uh, bench. Tw- I mean, like he is a lead on just about everything except for the shuttle. Okay, three cone, six point seven five, really fast. Um, he ran a four point four five forty. His 10-yard split's a 1.52. His broad jump is 10 feet 8 inches. His vertical is 39 and a half inches. Uh, yeah, this is a seventh-round dude who uh, he, he's my Bo Melton of this year. I, I love this guy. He's massively athletic. Uh, he started. He's not just some guy. Like he he played, and they blitz they blitz him. They mm-hmm. bring him on the blitz. They yeah. bring him off the edge. They play him in deep zone. He covers in in cover one. He's the guy back there and uh, uses his athleticism. Plays as fast as what he measures. Um, yeah. Four, four, five, four. Four, four, five. Yeah, he is. He's, he is everything. He, I mean, he's six foot, which gives that's one of his two things. It's only a yellow that his four point one seven shuttle. Um, <laughs> But 9.92, he is nearly perfect on his Raz. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this guy late. He's not small. He can play unafraid of contact. He comes in. Only big problem is sometimes he he comes in kind of fast, doesn't slow and change direction on blitz and a run, uh, run scheme mm-hmm. stuff, uh, which can mean that sometimes he's slightly out of position because he's coming too fast upfield and then has to kind of dive for ankle tackles. When he's got the guy in front of him, he's making the tackle. Uh, sometimes he just finds himself a little out of position on some of that stuff, but for the, you know, make a mistake, make it loud. Mm-hmm. It's because he's going as fast as he can. It's because he's rolling up there. Uh, I think he's a guy who would be very interesting. He'd be great on special teams. Uh, he's got an opportunity to possibly push because our safeties are either if, slowing down yeah. or not getting there. There is one safety I want in the first three rounds. Uh, if, if we don't get Antonio Johnson from a and I don't want really anyone except the top know, end safeties good. are terrible. Yeah. They're Brian branch is awful. And the next dude is like Jair Brown from and Jamie, Penn State. And then Jamie Robinson, I think, in the third round is the type of guy people are looking at, too, is Florida State. Yeah. Um, and then Florida's corners right. are, like, they had the two slowest cor- two slowest safeties in at the combine. Oh, yeah. Both ran Dean. the four sevens. Dean and... Yeah, I forget the other guy. Yeah. yeah, Dean's the guy that gets talked about some. But, yeah, he's slow and unathletic and doesn't produce in a way that, you know, if, if he were... You like the athleticism is not there, but he he really does put up the the stuff. You're like, no, I don't see it. I don't know. Uh, so I'm not as interested in that. So these are guys, and again, the top end guys we talked about. We have given you some guys to look at in these middle rounds. We can't cover everybody because we've been going for an hour, and it's been great. <laughs> yeah. And I love having these moments with my son to sit here and talk uh, draft because we have been going over a lot of film uh, over the last couple of months, yeah. trying to just sit there and. Drives my wife crazy because you know we um we'll, we'll put it on the screen down here and sometimes we'll we'll put it at like half speed and so it's just like guys just slowly moving across and it's just yeah I'm sure we drive everybody else crazy but it's uh 
it is a fun time. So I hope everybody has enjoyed this as much as, as I have enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, Josh. Yeah, very much so. Good. And uh, we're looking forward to the draft. Uh, it's, you know, it is a little ways off. I'm sure that we'll probably try to talk with some other people about this, but these are the guys we're looking at now. These are the guys we're excited to see. And uh, we're, we're just getting ready and, you know, see when the Rogers trade tells us what picks we're actually getting. So uh, look yeah. out for all that. Remember, follow Josh, Josh Barn 66. Yep. Follow me at Not So Humble Host. Follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod and follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. Remember, whether you're on the town or on the go, it's always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.